0: So this is kind of a short and sweet episode today, but I had a really interesting and beautiful moment last night that inspired me to jump on the mic today and have a little chat with you about confidence. So I was doing one of those really fun like dance workouts, one of those dance videos in my room and I was like prancing around and I stopped and I took a breath and I looked in the mirror. And as I looked in the mirror, I realized that even though i'm curvier than i've ever been even though my hair is shorter even though like i have some acne going on whatever i realized that there was nothing i needed to change uh, to love myself i looked at myself almost like a child and i just wanted the best for the person looking back at me in the mirror i wanted to feed her well, give her water, give her sunlight, give her a little pat, little hug. And I was so proud of myself in that moment for moving and, and raising my vibration with dance. And um, it was just amazing to me because for so many years, since I can remember, every time I've looked in the mirror, uh, there's been something to pick apart or be like, I'm not really you know good enough for this, this or this. And uh, I think as women especially, it's a lot of societal programming, you know, from when we're really little kids reading magazines on the airplane or whatever, or, you know, even before social media, we were pounded with this perfect idea, quote unquote, of what it was to be a woman. And for me, that really got nailed in when I got into modeling a little bit in college and uh, as I've been in the music industry. I have had so many issues with uh, body image. I've gone through a couple intense eating disorders. Um, I've gone through breakups that have been really hard and I've really based my worth in relationships off of my appearance in the past. I I had a breakup like four years ago that stuck with me for so long. I remember my ex-boyfriend would show me um, like Instagram pictures of girls that he thought I should look like. Um, it was so painful, but I was like, oh, he just wants the best for me. Like I was, I was the thinnest I'd ever been. I was going through an intense eating disorder at the time, just trying to live up to this like Instagram perfection that he had showed me probably without even realizing that that would really deeply hurt me. But, um, I think I wanted to mention that because I think breakups are an incredible, opportunity for us to go into deeper healing and really recognize where we aren't loving ourselves or where we can, you know, open up more and raise our standards more. So I finally hit a point with that guy where I was like, Oh man, I'm not doing so hot. Like, I don't feel good in this relationship. I am, I'm being more distant from him. Like I need to, I need to pull back. I don't feel really safe with him emotionally. Um, I never feel like I'm good enough. Um, And so I ended the relationship and it was really painful because I still loved him so much and it was more of a love and a need for his attention and his validation and uh, I still you know after a couple years felt like I was still striving for that even beyond the breakup so that was one that really was sticky for me. Um, But I realized that I was never really going to reach my next level of evolvement without actually taking a good hard look at my neural programming and what my beliefs were. So I was prompted to start to research why we think the way we think as human beings and why certain patterns start to stick. And I started to meditate. I found a great group of buddies um, who introduced me to meditation and visualization and hypnotherapy and i remember i took a a trip to thailand and lived in chiang mai and pai for a couple months and when i came back i started to work at a meditation studio and i was given this opportunity to be in meditation with a wonderful group of people every single day sometimes for five hours a day if i was facilitating five meditations and in those deep moments i was able to act as the observer. This is what I love about meditation. When you're in meditation, you separate the mind from the soul and the body from the soul. And you can kind of, you know, observe yourself like a movie and start to understand like, wow, this is why I feel this way all the time, because my thoughts are creating my beliefs, which are creating my reality. You know, So going back to a breakup like that, I realized that um, my low self-worth had led me to choose a partner uh, who matched that energy, you know? People are going to believe in us what we believe about ourselves, you know what I mean? So I think the energy that I was putting off was um, borderline like, oh, you know, I'll settle for less than I deserve um, because my self-worth wasn't that high yet. And I think when we start to develop an understanding that we are energetic spiritual beings having a physical experience, we can find this kind of compassion for ourselves and develop a greater sense of empathy for those around us. And that empathy and compassion leads to a deeper understanding of, you know, our purpose here and what we're doing here as little humans just trying to figure it out. So, in terms of relationships, it was really beautiful to find my next partner um, who loved me in a way that I had never experienced before. I was all of a sudden comfortable like not wearing makeup around him or, you know, just completely being myself, which sounds silly, like maybe you guys have, you know, always felt like that with your partners. But for me, it was really new, like to be vulnerable to like eat what I wanted around him and like, you know, take a nap if I wanted to without feeling like judged for being lazy or like, you know, just like be me um, with the benefit of having a wonderful partner alongside me. Um, and I just kind of couldn't believe that someone could love me exactly as I was, like that raw, raw version of me. I'd never exposed myself like that to anybody. Um, and I think we aligned because I had done that work for a couple years, um, you know, in in my solitude and in my deep introspection to really unravel like why I was thinking the way I was thinking. And, you know, I think a lot of this also comes from our parental wounds. So a lot of my uh, fears were around becoming and embodying aspects of my parents that I was afraid of embodying um, and trying to shift out of those fears. So I think what started to really help me as well was I developed this knack for facing fears in a new way. Uh, I think music really helped me with that. You know, I'd pitch music to producers or people that I wanted to work with or venues that I wanted to play. And I started to get really comfortable with rejection. Uh, because it, I just started to learn that it was part of the process and that every single rejection I had was teaching me how to open up and how to practice more if I needed to practice more or develop myself and just get better. And then when I would book a, a venue that I really wanted to book, or when I finally did start to work with wonderful producers, it was because I had, um, you know, I'd looked at it through an objective lens. I'd looked at that rejection through an objective lens. I had bettered myself and uh, I had tried again and I was able to land it. And I started to apply that to um, work and jobs. And as I started to shift my mentality around, uh, What I deserved and what I was worthy of and where I was actually willing to be honest with myself and be like, oh, I can improve here. It doesn't mean I'm not good enough. It doesn't mean I don't like myself. It just means like, here's a beautiful opportunity to grow and expand and improve, which would which will be a lifelong thing. Um, It started to trickle into my uh, career choices and, and how much I was charging Uh, as an hourly rate for example. I mean I just remember I was taking this hike with my mom like we do this winter hike every year around her birthday and it's in January so we we make our kind of New Year's resolutions and I remember on that hike that year I was like mom I'm gonna make this much money this year and it's it was like you know double or triple what I had ever been making and I was like somehow I'm gonna figure out how to do that Um, and I'm going to put myself in the position where that's possible so I decided to start my own, um, brand consulting, you know, freelance business and I I started to do cold calls to people (laughs) being like, I want to help you rebrand and write for you and I want to run your blog and help you with your imaging and your media and photography. And it was, you know, the first time I'd really ever done this as like a a solo, not entrepreneur really, but as a a freelancer, that was definitely new for me, uh, not working in an office really. And I remember asking for the rate that I wanted the first time being so scared. I was like, this is triple that I've ever made, but I'm just going to do it and I got it. And it was this crazy feeling of like booking my first client with a rate that was just like so foreign to me, but it completely shifted me into this new paradigm and this new reality that I wouldn't have been able to align with if I hadn't done the inner work and had taken a really honest look at what I was settling for etc just like i was saying so i think what i'm kind of getting at is that everything is connected our relationships mirror our money which mirrors you know the way we uh, eat and treat ourselves and exercise it's like all so beautifully entangled and aligned and i think we notice the biggest up levels in our lives when we start to work on our confidence and confidence is kind of an elusive word because i think You know, I would probably say I'm a confident woman at many times in my life where looking back I really wasn't, but it's more about self-worth I guess. So I guess I just wanted to pop on here to assure you that what you want and what you desire you're completely capable of having and aligning with and the only thing that's standing between you and what you want is what you believe you're worthy of. So I just encourage you to take a look at your thought patterns. Take a look at the belief systems that you hold around your life. Are there patterns that you're picking up from your family and your lineage? Stories that you've acquired that you tell yourself? Maybe take a look at your friends. Who's Who are you surrounding yourself with? Uh, take a look at your roommates. You know, who's who's in your immediate circle that's really leaving uh, an imprint, an impression on you? Uh, because our immediate surroundings are absolutely a reflection of what's going on internally. I just had another moment, you know, where, just in the past couple weeks where I decided I was going to move out of the home that I'm living in now in Topanga uh, because the energy was starting to drag me down. There was a little conflict going on. There wasn't a lot of motivation in the house. Um and I loved the people I've been living with so so dearly so much and at the same time I was like this is holding me back. I'm holding myself back from staying here and in the stagnant energy and I'm by being in this environment where people aren't, you know, doing their absolute best potentially, I'm allowing myself to fall back. So I need to make a shift. I need to make a choice to move on so that I can up level. And that's really scary. And um, I'm kind of scared. Like I've I've loved living here so much and I feel so comfortable here. So that's scary. But um I just went on kind of a tangent. But again, it's really interesting to look at your immediate surroundings and see how that might be reflecting your inner dialogue because it always is. It always is. But just know that you're so loved and you're so worthy of everything and anything you want. And something that's also really helped me is making lists of like the top three people that are inspiring me right now. Um, Natalia Benson is a person that's on my list. I interviewed her uh, really recently a couple episodes ago, so I definitely check that one out. She's super inspiring. Uh, she's what I call an expander, or I got that word from Lacey Phillips, to uh, be magnetic program. She calls our inspirations and people that uh, you know are almost versions of ourselves down the line expanders. I think it's just really helpful to to research some of your most influential people that you look up to and see how they got there. Like, what did their journey look like to get where they are? Because you'll realize that you really aren't so different from them. And if they can do it, you can do it. So maybe that'll be a little helpful tip, but um, I love you. I hope this was helpful. (laughs) Even if you just had a moment where you were like, oh, I can relate to that. I connect with that. And, um, if you want to hear more from me, I send out a self-care Sunday newsletter every Sunday, so you can head over to HelenDenham.com and subscribe there. There's also links to blog posts, past podcast episodes, and links to my music, all the good stuff. So thank you so much for being here and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.